Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. I hope you guys have been having a wonderful time. I know I have, and my goodness, we are so much more closer to Thanksgiving than we were the last week, and I'm excited. Oh, I can almost taste the mac and cheese, the turkey, the ham. Mmm, mm-mm-mm. It is going to be a marvelous feast, and I can't wait to have some pumpkin pie. But instead of reminiscing of the good food that we're going to eat, let's go ahead and jump into what we're going to be talking about this week. And it is going to be the after effects, movie-wise, of the SAG after protest. Because after 118 days, the strikes are finally over, and the actors are now free to work on projects again. And here's also a little tidbit, because don't celebrate too soon. This is only a three-year contract. So this means in about 2027, maybe 2028, we might have to deal with more projects getting delayed by another strike. But until then, we got a lot of stuff to look forward to. And not to mention, we're going to see less and less projects getting pushed back because of the strikes. And we did see a bunch of projects get pushed back, just like Ghostbusters, Echo, most of the MCU projects, a lot of Disney projects, a lot of Warner Brothers projects, Minecraft movie, Bad Boys 4, and so many other movies. And while it did suck to have to wait for a lot of these projects, especially since we've already experienced a lot of movie delays due to COVID, they did have reasons to protest, especially to combat studios using their likeness for AI and not paying them to do so. But after the SAG after strikes were over, a lot of these studios felt like they no longer needed to push back projects and released a bunch of trailers. And these trailers, basically tell us we have a lot to look forward to and these are some of the projects that are coming out in 2024. First, one of the big projects that are coming out is the new Ghostbusters movie, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. And I gotta say, the trailer looked pretty amazing. I mean, you actually saw people getting frozen to death. You have absolutely no idea who the heck the villain is. But from what the shadows and with the horns, I mean, the villain looks menacing. And from my understanding, they actually took inspiration from the Ghostbusters cartoon. So I'm super excited because this is feels new. Because if you remember the last three Ghostbusters movie, the first one was them basically becoming Ghostbusters. The second one is them being retired and going to become Ghostbusters again. And the third one was them 30 years later and these new kids being Ghostbusters again. So this is actually going to be the first sequel where they're still Ghostbusters, where they're still fighting ghosts and you know who you're gonna call when you got a specter but like i said i'm super excited and i can't wait to see the old gang and the new gang form together to fight the frozen empire now one thing as well that just got released trailer wise was pixar's newest movie inside out 2 now now i get it was more of a teaser but it was really good and give us a hint of what to expect since they're showing the main characters going into her teenage years and that means as well getting new emotions like anxiety. That is one of the emotions already confirmed. What are the other emotions? I have no idea. Maybe sloth would be one? I know she already has anger so that that's the other thing. I don't know. Maybe depression? But would that be any different from sadness? 
Hmm. Anyway, that's up to Pixar to figure out, but I'm excited. I personally love the first Inside Out movie. It was really great, especially showcasing the emotions and how important each of them are. So I can only imagine what the second one is going to be like. Oh god, I really hope there's not like a really heartbreaking scene like with the having to leave behind uh, the imaginary friend to save Joy. That was insane. But again, it's Pixar. And if we know Pixar, we know they're going to hit us with something gut-wrenching. But another trailer that just got released and confirmed for 2024 was a movie I did not even know was coming out, nor did I know it was coming out in musical form, and that is the new Mean Girls film. Now, I usually wouldn't have talked about this, but my sisters are a big fan of the original Mean Girls movie, and they probably want me to mention it, so here you go. So if you're a fan of the musical for whatever reason, you are in for a treat. I'm just glad they're not making a musical of Legally Blonde because hearing Oh My God 50,000 times in one song, it it basically shuts down your brain and you start losing cells at that point. Brain cells, valuable brain cells. And then you just come out of it just feeling like you've become a lot less smart. But anyway, besides those movies, there's actually few projects that weren't affected at all with the pushback from the SAG after strikes and even the writer strikes. One of them was also confirmed to be James Gunn's own Superman legacy, and it's still coming out in the summer of 2025. So I'm super happy because this means the DCEU can still go off without a hitch. And the Creature Commando show is still going to be released in 2024. The only thing that is needed is for the voice actors to come in and voice the characters because apparently they were already done writing wise and the thing they've been working on in the meantime was the animation which is actually pretty smart if you're going to have these strikes and you basically do the stuff in the background especially for an animation project it works perfectly because you can basically set up everything they stick to the script and then you're done now will that leave out for some improvisation sure but i mean there's always some edits that can be made but i'm super happy that some projects are still coming out in 2024 another one that's still coming out in 2024 is basically godzilla x kong so that's one i'm very curious about am i excited for it yeah i i'm more patiently waiting Although I will say the new Apple TV sh show basically based on the monsters within this universe looks pretty amazing. So maybe this is a prelude onto what it can actually become. Now, one thing that's interesting is the fact that for next year, from the way things are looking, Deadpool 3 is looking to be the only, the only MCU film to be released. Now, this is insane because I think the last time something like this happened was back in 2007 with the original Iron Man movie. I mean, that was even before we even knew what an MCU was going to look like. So for Deadpool 3 to basically still be on the release date for 2024 is amazing because that means the studio has confidence in the project that they don't have to do any rewrites and give basically have given the reins to Ryan Reynolds. And 
and this is interesting because one, Kevin Feige has been basically reworking the MCU since a lot of the movies have been terrible and they're not guaranteed box office smashers. They basically went to do a complete rewrite of Daredevil and basically had to change directors and writers for Blade because at some point, Blade, a movie about a black superhero killing vampires, turned into a female-led movie. Thankfully, they did away with that, and they made it rated R, which is great because, honestly, the MCU needed to take things a lot more seriously. I get you have to have everything to be a little lighthearted, joking, and that's fine for a couple of movies. But when it's every single movie, then you got a problem. I mean, look at Guardians of the Galaxy 3. If we had to pick a phase five project that was amazing so far, it's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I mean, if we also look at TV shows, Loki season two has been amazing. They, the last episode, they basically took off the kid gloves and got super serious about what sacrifice and what a true hero means. Like I said, I get that you wanna kinda make it kid friendly, but don't dumb it down and just make the plot too crazy. And I will talk about this further next week when I talk about my review of The Marvels, what I consider the worst MCU movie ever. But here's the other thing. The strikes have also really affected Disney and opened their eyes to see what people want because during the time of the strikes, they had released a few movies and they just were not doing that great. I mean, given they couldn't do rewrites and couldn't change stuff that they saw that was considered bad because, of course, the strikes. But here's the thing. With Disney losing a lot of money, especially when it comes to the MCU or their own projects, that basically shakes the establishment. Because that means they're going to have to rework what they thought was working and basically change that stuff. And that includes pushing for female leads to replace already established characters. And here's the thing. I get it that you want to pass the baton, but when it feels forced, it's it's not good. I mean, heck, if South Park can make fun of you for that, that's, that's another thing. But like I said, because of these strikes, Disney's going to basically start canning projects, which they have already done already, and basically focus on doing what people like. Maybe they'll be able to experiment again, but I mean, with a lot of projects being pushed back and them having a bunch of them to work on, I guarantee you, because of what happened and how long these strikes have went for, they're going to have to change things up. And... If not, they're going to end up going into a new dark age like they did for the 80s before The Little Mermaid came out and they basically ramped to an renaissance era. But Disney isn't the only ones who have been badly affected by the strikes. Warner Brothers has canned a few movies, including the most recent one, which was widely Coyote, uh, what was it, Coyote v. Acme, which was going to see widely Coyote sue Acme for their faulty products. Now, I gotta say, when I first heard about this, I thought it was one of the weirdest, weirdest concepts I've ever heard of. But it made sense and would have been such an interesting movie to watch. I mean, at that point, you'd be questioning if it was truly Coyote that was not being able to catch uh, Roadrunner or if it was the products themselves because you always see the products just backfiring. And him suing Acme would have been hilarious. But 
they canned the project to have a $30 million tax write-off. And it probably won't be the last one to do so. I, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if Disney pulled this trick. I wouldn't. And a lot of these studios are rushing now to complete projects because they're trying to see if they can complete the movie to make it to the 2024 slot. Some of these movies are Gladiator 2, Mortal Kombat 2. I know they're going to try to rush Beetlejuice, but a lot the strike took way too long than anyone was expecting. And now they're trying to fill out the gap. And... Because of this, a lot of movie studios or streaming services have been looking elsewhere to fill the gaps. Netflix basically looked at Japan, Britain, Korea to basically grab content to show on their website because, again, they weren't able to work with any American studios during the strikes because they couldn't hire any actors, they couldn't hire any writers, so they had to look elsewhere. And another thing that came out were some leaks after the strikes were announced to be over trying to get people excited to go back to the movies, which included a very shocking surprise, which was Shrek 5. That's right, Shrek 5 is confirmed. What's going to be happening in Shrek 5? I have no idea. Am I excited for Shrek 5? Absolutely I'm excited for Shrek 5. I love Shrek. So this is going to be fantastic, and I really hope they do the same animation they did for Puss in Boots 2. That would be amazing, and it would be interesting to see. But like I said, because of the strikes basically taking way too long, these studios have been deprived of their profits. So they're going to do whatever, whatever it takes to make up for lost time. So hopefully that doesn't mean we see a lot more projects canned. Hopefully that means that we get a lot more movies or they come up with quality over quantity to try to garner back the trust of the people. But yeah, that's basically have that's basically has been the um, aftermath of the strikes. It's been weird. It's been interesting. I'm just glad it's over. And I can't wait to see next year Deadpool 3 because you know people have been wanting Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds to be in a movie together. And because they are, oh, it's going to be beautiful. But anyway, that is it for this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. And for next week, I am going to basically be talking about and doing a spoiler review again of the Marvels. So if you want to know about my opinions on the worst MCU movie ever, stay tuned for next week. But like I said, that's it for this week's episode. Sayonara, see you later, and have a blessed one. Goodbye.